two interesting political insights I have on the election that just occurred in Ontario, where I guess the uh, Hillary Minimi prequel Kathleen Wynne has been defeated and been defeated so roundly that her party has kind of vanished from the legislature. They've gone from the ruling party for 15 years down to not even having official party status. That is how badly the first female premier of Ontario has handled the political fortunes of her party. So two things I think are important. One is that, I don't know, maybe I've just been an entrepreneur for so long and I'm so used to that self-criticism that is required to achieve and maintain success in a voluntary interaction and environment like this conversation. But man, that is a terrible, terrible showing in an election. And most people, I think, would be kind of chastened by that and say, wow, I've done a really, really terrible job. And I don't know where I went wrong. I have let down my party. I've let down my voters. I have taken us from the ruling party to a party that barely existed, the legislature in the span of a couple of years. I've really let everyone down. There's none of that. And this is why she reminds me so much of Hillary Clinton. There's none of that. What happens is, well, there's mean people out there and it's bad and we got to focus on climate change and Trump is terrible. And, you know, like it's just the usual blame throwing, right? And it's the same thing with Hillary, right? Who lost against an amateur because, well, for a wide variety of reasons, and doesn't sit there and say, well, what did I do wrong? And here's how I let down my party. And here's how I let down the people who supported me. And here's how I spent all this money and didn't even win this self-criticism. But no, it just goes outwards into blame. It's the Russians, it's Trump, it's deplorables, it's racism, it's sexism, it's all blaming others. Now, I don't know if that's more of a female thing or more of a male thing, this sort of taking ownership for disaster, taking ownership for responsibility, but there's none of that. There's just this weird blind resistance and fight and enemies. And it's like you were handed kind of like a political royalty throne and you shattered it to the point where your party barely exists anymore in just a couple of years. That's not good. Rather than say, you know, I didn't resonate with the voters of Ontario. I failed to address their issues. I didn't listen. There's this wild, absolutely wild inability to learn on the part of the left. And maybe that's because it's just so ideological, like they can't be wrong. Anything that goes wrong regarding their agenda must be the result of outside sinister evil forces at work to undermine the progress. They just can't look there and say, I really wasn't listening to the people of Ontario. This is a repudiation, not just of my party and this election, but of my entire leadership over the last half decade. And There's this complete lack of self-criticism because you get this bulletproof armor of ideology. Well, everything I'm doing is perfectly right. So anybody who opposes me must just be bad and wrong and funded by Russia. I mean, it's just, it's wild, this inability to learn. And it goes from relatively minor incidents like this all the way to absolutely giant stuff like uh, communists being unable to learn from the repeated disastrous and 100 million plus deaths that communism caused in the 20th century alone, this absolute inability to learn. And people who don't learn are kind of functionally terrifying because everybody else must pay for the mistakes that always accrue to their lack of willingness to learn, their lack of ability to learn. So that's number one. Number two is that there's this wild roller coaster between the left and the right, between progressives or liberals and conservatives or Republicans. And it kind of goes something like this. So there's this wild drunken orgy of spending that occurs 
when the leftists are in power. And then everybody gets terrified of that and they vote in the conservatives to try and fix things up, you know, like to, to take them to the ranch, have them pet horses and detox from the cocaine binge of fiat currency explosive spending. And then what happens is, you know, manfully, regretfully, painfully, the conservatives come in and try and clean things up. Now, every time it gets kind of worse because the debt uh, and the unfunded liabilities and the deficits and so on just explode and trying to rein them in becomes tougher and tougher each time, like as a widening, uh, high-low extrapolation. But the sensible people, the adults, they come in and they try and clean up the wild mess created by the leftists. And then they kind of do. And then the weird thing is that people then say, wow, <laughs> I have dieted, I've lost that weight, I'm going to reward myself with entire facefuls of pie and cake and candy and <laughs> deep fried everything. Because there's this wild overspending, this dislocation of the economy, this mess that's created. The adults come in and tidy it up and clean it up. Like that boy pouring out the bottle of inflammable liquid at the end of Pink Floyd's The Wall. And then what happens is things get tidied up, things get a little bit more normalized, and then people are like, hey, now we can go insane again because things have been tidied up. And this is this weird roller coaster. Why the voting population just swings, in a sense, from these sane to insane policies. Well, we've had enough sanity now. Let's go back to the insanity. Or there's this weird belief that after the economy gets cleaned up and after productivity returns and after wages increase and all of that, well, now it would just be mean and selfish to not hand out free stuff because things are going well. And this is this cycle that goes on in politics around the world. The way to break it, of course, is to return to first principles. Thou shalt not steal, being first among them. But I just kind of wanted to point it out because it's rolling around in my brain as a result of this recent election in Ontario. But I think it has pretty wide implications for voting as a whole. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Please don't forget to support the show. Freedomainradio.com slash donate.